Welcome to Millennial Sex, True Stories Podcast. This is your faithful host, the Professor Double X. Before we get started tonight with our brand new guest, who is someone who is a very excited person with a lot of stories to tell, I just want to give a shout out um, to everybody who responded to me regarding my questions or left me a message on my voicemail. By the way, if you would like to leave me a message of any kind or even leave your own story, you can record at 917-410-0348. But um, shout outs real quick. First of all, I want to say hey to Mr. E. Thank you so much for your voicemail. I loved hearing your sexy voice and your encouraging message. I also want to say hey to Rafi, um, Cunt Mickey, my girl up in Winnipeg. It's been nice chatting with you. Sandy in New Zealand, Beans and Drums, Greg in South Africa, holding it down for the the authoritarian, tyrannical South African isolation. Um, Giovanni, thank you so much. Vic in um, MIA, Victor, who um, customizes really dope trucks. Um, Mark, or is it Alex? Alex slash Mark in New Jersey. Um, oh, the Prince, Prince Carl, and Steph. Like I said, guys, I love when girls listen to my podcast, and Steph is totally down for Millennial Sex True Stories podcast. So I appreciate you, girl. Uh, Petrolino and the poet in PR, and um, Pablo in Brooklyn that I've actually met at the, at the sex expo, um, as well as other people have been hitting me up, Chad, Naheem, Chris in Sweden. Um, and if I forgot you, I am so sorry, but I'm going to look and I'm going to find everybody. And I say, thank you, Jay for Jezebel. You know, we met too. Um, but again, I just want to say, Hey, it's been good. Um, thanks guys for holding me down during isolation giving me somebody to chat with and I, it's so interesting to like it's so interesting that people from all over the world listen to this podcast and it's interesting for me to talk to them I wish I could have you all as my personal guests we could have one giant podcast orgy mm. anyway um so that was it and get ready because here comes our next millennial sex podcast Welcome to Millennial Sex True Stories Podcast. I'm your host, the Professor Double X, and I'm in the bedroom tonight. I have a brand new guest following up from last week's isolation edition. I have broken out of isolation and found a new friend, and he has agreed to be a guest on our podcast. Oh, he's very frisky, by the way, guys. Um, <laughs> welcome, guest. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you for breaking this boring as fuck isolation. <laughs> thank you for having me. It's a pleasure in this isolated place. Mm, yeah, we are, we're out here in the countryside, guys. <laughs> yeah, for real. So you said that you have found, you thought of a story. I do. That I you do. want to share. Yeah, it's pretty funny, though. Okay. It's really That's funny. That's the kind we like. <laughs> on this show we like the funny fucked so, up kind of story it's fucked up so yeah 
as you can tell, you know, but people now can tell from my fucking accent that doesn't go away. Mm-hmm. Like, I grew up in Europe. Mm-hmm. So, different style of girls, different type of, like, you know, body types and shit. Uh, level of freaking acid. I mean, like, tell them where, because a lot of people don't know your well, accent. I'm from Italy. Okay. I'm from Italy. And um, I've been here for now for 12 years, but I grew up in Italy. Okay. And... Um, Style girl is very different, skinnier, like uh, less curvy, also level of freakiness, like a little different, whatever. So European girls are skinnier and less curvy. Yes. Okay. Yes, absolutely, and also. And they're different, freakier. Yeah, less freaky. Oh, Europeans. Yes. Oh. Personally. (laughs) Um, Wow. Yeah. No, I mean stuff that I have done in America. I mean, I guess I've also met the group right people whatever it is but in new york yes okay new, new york is a is its own country basically but well, okay so yeah so <laughs> from from italy i moved to new york okay no yeah. so to me home what i refer as home now and then doing the conversation or whatever the fuck it is home is new york to me yeah but you do realize that new york is full of like freaky people i just i guess i just found the right place for and me. high energy people that need more release well, I am. I think I feel perfectly then. Okay. So, going back to the story is that right around when I was like 18, 19, the first internet squirting videos came out. And I clearly remember one summer, I was like 19, smoking a fucking joint at the beach with the, my boys, uh, like after dinner, and we were like talking about it, blah, blah, like researching and stuff and over time became like more like a myth more than anything so the squirting me, myth yeah so let me also say that since i'm like 13 years old uh, i've been uh, a very um outgoing person so i always been like also like very sexually liberal whatever so i had experience and I've never encountered it. And then even falling there, never encountered. So Mini Me takes a little bag and gets recruited for sports in America. Comes here, blah, 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 blah. Okay, I, so you came here to play sports in college? Yes, I okay. came here to play sports What's in college. What's your sport? Do you mind sharing? Well, obviously, it's soccer. Blah, blah, blah. I have my little backpack. Uh-huh. And I go to preseason, and with us, there's other teams and stuff like that. Okay. I always liked... I travel a lot since I'm younger. So, and i always been attracted to other races, not mine. So I always liked, like, black girls, Latino girls, Asians, wherever the fuck it is. The, the, the different, the better. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I go to preseason, and there's, like, this super sexiest girl that she was from, I think, before the track team or something like that. Well, blah, 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 start talking, uh, holy fuck, and she squirts in my face. Like, she literally, like, threw a glass of fucking squirt in my face. So, (laughs) this is my first, this is my first experience in America. And I'm like, what the fuck? So all the fucking videos were true. So, story goes that, from there on, it happened to me a really few, like, a few, few, like, good times. Like, 
like a lot of times. Okay. So moral of the story is, I think that people in Europe are missing something in their life because people don't really squirt. I mean, but what was your sample size? You moved here at 19. No, 22. Well, still. So you've had a lot more time living here as an adult. Well, I was 13 when I started You were like 22. a young guy. No. Like your, your experience was probably more limited as a very young guy. I, you don't honey, have as much. Now you've had way more honey, experience. when I was in Greece for 113 days. Mm-hmm. Nobody squirted? I'm not joking. I might change a girl every two days. And there was no squirt? No! But here it's just like, on, it's like every other chick. Every two chicks. Yes! Yeah. I love it. Don't get me wrong, I love it. But I, I was like, what the fuck is this? So I don't really know or can tell you if it's more like open-mindedness to it. If it's just like, I don't fucking know. Fact is, even when I talk with my friends in Europe, I still talk with like friends in Italy or Spain or in England and blah, blah, blah. And they all say the same thing. That for some reason, when they come to America, they like, in England, they're pretty freaky too. Hmm. In Spain, I mean, everybody in Spain, they're pretty freaky too, too. But just like, in general, it's more in America. <laughs> just with the squirting or everything? Well, in general, people are a little more, I think, more like... Uh, Freaky sexually. Hmm. Like, in Italy, it's very hard to have a threesome. Really? Yeah. Especially with, like, two girls and a guy. Two guys and a girl, yeah, they will do it. But two girls and a guy is not that that common. Why do you think that is? I don't know, culture, I have no idea. Open-mindedness. Like, maybe in America, people were more used to see homosexual couples mm-hmm. and now girls feeling attracted to girls is not a taboo because they don't give a shit it's like oh whatever I like girls too yeah here yeah. but over there it's still taboo I think it's like literally just now getting a little more okay okay but yeah not not, not like you don't have like TV stars like Ellen no I, I don't even know if like okay I'm a big fan of fucking RuPaul drag queen like drag race uh-huh. Okay. I don't think it will ever exist in Italy. Right. I mean, yeah, it's on cable. You pay for the channel. You watch the fuck you want. If you have, I don't know where, where RuPaul is on E or whatever. Yeah. But on the national TV, you will never see Ru fucking Paul. Well, like, does, does like, Europe have, like, kind of, like, porn industry that we have accessible? Well, absolutely. Um, okay. This is a funny story then. Yeah. This can be like another episode for your like podcast. Yeah. I feel so great saying this. Like I wish they can see me like stretching my back. They like, can uh, hear you. Like I wish I wanna like a hug and start touching you now after like because I'm gonna tell you like one of the proud things of Italy. Okay. So, babe, tell me. If you think about Italy, okay, mm-hmm. as brands, what brands or people come to your mind nowadays? Sophia Loren, Louis Vuitton. Louis Vuitton is French. Oh, Dolce & Gabbana. Yes. Um, Pasta, Grandma. No, no. but like (laughs) Ferrari. Okay, Ferrari. Ducati. Yeah. Okay. And then there is the biggest most famous, most awarded. Versace? No. 
porn star in the history of porn. Rocco? Rocco! Yes! You know that all Italy loves fucking Rocco? Oh, everybody loves Rocco. Oh my it's god. fucking Rocco. I love Rocco. But man, Rocco. I love, yes, that's me. I love Rocco. Every, I've talked about Rocco. So okay. I've talked about Rocco on my podcast before. And guys, no. I just want to remind, if you guys have not watched Rocco porn, just oh Google god. it on, you know, just go to Pornhub or wherever you watch porn. Especially if you like pull anal up a Rocco video. Like, oh my God, it's always Rocco. anal. But yes, the thing about I love Rocco. So can I tell you the story about yes. the first time I learned about Rocco? Oh, I thought the first time you had anal. I was like, yeah. No, me. no, no. Um, so Sorry. so this is like back when I was I can't like embarrassing in your own podcast, right? No, <laughs> you can't. This is like back when I was like um, I'd say like I don't know twenty two, okay, and I was like or twenty one or something like that. 2122. I was partying or whatever, and um, whatever that happened that night, um, I ended up with like my homegirl Mel, and this and like this guy Jack, this guy we knew for years and years, Jack. Right. Well, we end up going to Jack's house um, late at night and like you know continuing to like party a little bit. Well, Jack, um, if I recall, I think Jack. I don't know, but but Jack put on some porn. Okay. And um, it was Rocco, right? And me and my like, friend, Italian stallion, babe. Me and my friend, you know, we never. We're both just sitting there, and uh, we're just, we just. And I remember the porn. It was. Um, I remember everything about this first porn I saw with Rocco. So basically, um, he was in a car, and it was like a really fancy car. Where they had a chauffeur. And he and this woman were like sitting in the car, and they weren't talking to each other. It seemed to be some tension. They were just completely they were on, they were dressed up, black tie, going somewhere. And then I don't know what happened. They just you know, and, and, and they just he just started touching her, and he started going crazy, and like you know, just he was like so hungry. That's the thing about Rocco. He's so hungry always to always. consume the woman, and. Um, and then he just, like, fucked her in the ass in the car, but it was, like, super hot. And then he goes to the party, and he's, like, fucking one person after another. And he's just as hungry Always. for each person yes. that he meets as the last one. Like, there's no... Um, he's just super hungry. So me and my friend, like, our mouths were just, like, oh, like, salivating. We had never seen anything like this. <laughs> and... Uh, and that was the introduction to Rocco. I need to chair mine on you because I had kind of the same experience. Yeah. So I'm like 14, 15. Like, it's the age that, like, I think around when I was 14, it's when, um, like, real fucking internet connection came in Italy. Uh -huh. Like, you can fucking watch, like, a movie or, like, a video. I'm there with my boys and stuff, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And we came across this video. This video really changed my sexual life. Okay. We came across this video of Rocco. I had two, two girls, one on top of each other, like, and fucking them, like, ass, pussy, ass, pussy, back and forth, back and forth. Like, it was kind of like a machine. Mm -hmm. That literally changed my sexual interest in sexuality mm -hmm. like literally that video i think is what put a little bit of anal obsession in me and threesome obsession in me mm -hmm. and that's your kink now are those your top kinks no i mean those would be my kinks since i was 14 <laughs> yeah are those your number are those your top ones or 
Overall, yes. Anal and threesome? Yes. Overall, yes. I mean, there's plenty of... It's a little vast as topics, let's say, but yes. Yeah. So that, that literally, that video was like, oh my God, you can, like, almost like you can do that. So that changed our, personally, my, I think my yeah. friends too, their purpose like me, um, our perception of sexuality and fun. So when you found Rocco, so, so then what happens? So you find Rocco. So I find Rocco. I mean, I've been fan of for twenty fucking years. Uh -huh. Don't get me wrong. Immediately, Rocco is. Did a you national... like replicate that? Oh fuck one? yeah! Is that where the story is going? Where the story is going? That you saw the porn. I was gonna say the story goes at saw the porn, and that is what became one of my obsession. Quote unquote obsession oh. is redo porns like like Rocco's. Oh, to redo Rocco porn. Like. Rocco kind of gave me the inspiration, so like my type of sexuality, like to my best idyllic like way, will be like fucking like Rocco. Yeah, cool. <laughs> so Rocco some, somehow changed my life. I <laughs> think, yeah, Rocco's changed many people's lives. Have you lives. ever seen the commercial of Rocco and the chips? Mm-mm. Oh, are you ready to die? Like, chips? Yeah, dude, you're gonna die. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. Oh my god, you're gonna die. In Italian, the mm -hmm. word patatina, that is chips, uh, mm -hmm. is also like patatina. another word, yeah, for like for cookie. Like you have like in, in, in English, it's cookie. Cookie? Yeah. Yeah. In, Chip cookie. In, in Italy, well, meaning pussy cookie. Oh, pussy is cookie. Yeah, never heard someone calling the pussy cookie. Not really, but it makes sense. They call it cookie or... Cookies, yeah. goodies, it may say something. Well, in Italy, we call it, like, patatina. Okay, like, pussy could be patatina or just cookies? Pussy in Italy is patatina. Okay, good. But patatina also means chip. Okay. So, so Rocco is making a commercial about the chips. Okay, that's yeah. funny. Right, well done. And it was like, in my life, I've seen them all fragrant tasteful that's gustosa flavorful gustosa it's a uh, flavorful yeah like now it's like i can't resist it's like i can be without it i taste them all americans dolce olens with the surprise i eat it like that even three per times but no one is like this trust me i trust the, i i tried them all i make a chips is the best one <laughs> Genius. Daddy Cool. 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 What would it do for like a chip? That yeah, that was a good commercial. Come on. No, seriously, it sold me the chips. I'm like, bring it on, bring them. <clears throat> like uh, when when we okay in Italy that came out like a little more than ten years ago. Uh huh. And it was a fucking scandal. The commercial. Yeah. Uh -huh. Well, remember too, we too had much. the fucking Vatican in the house. It was like a little too much 
it was not pornography per shit because there's nothing. Cheeky it's humor. genius. It's cheeky humor, but let's say for kids, whatever, whatever, you know. I think it's retarded. I think whoever talked about that commercial is a fucking genius and should have won like the marketing award of the decennial because that's one of the best commercials. Yeah, seen, and like, if they don't like it, they only show it at night. Dude, or something. if that commercial like, was now at the Super Bowl, we will be still talking about it for how genius that is. Right. And um, it was bad. Italy was bad at the time, but mm. now Rocco is well accepted in Italy because it's really like one of the things you go in the world and say Rocco. And everybody knows who the fuck Rocco is. <laughs> That's true. It's incredible. It is. Mm, come on, Rocco. But see, you like you're like in the world. Like you said, you've dated like dominatrix and yes. adult porn stars. So yes. you're really tapped in. Mm-hmm. A lot of people aren't. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's a channel on fucking RedTube called. Rocco Sifredi Anal Vision. <laughs> right. What he's doing now in his new channels on like stuff like that, um, he has like a lot of like famous people coming up, famous actors and actresses coming visit him at home kind of. Mm-hmm. And that's he's doing kind of like the same thing that um uh John John and Killer Saints are doing in America. Kind of. You know who they are? Mm-mm. They're a famous couple of porn stars. Mm-hmm. That they kind of like shoot in their house, and there's always like a uh, female porn star coming visit them in their house. Mm-hmm. And now so Rocco is kind of like doing the same. He's like, oh, look who's come visit me this time. Is I don't fucking know, Abella Danger and what the fuck, okay. whoever. And it's like, oh, look who's this now. <laughs> it's kind of like that. I see. And for them, it's like, oh shit, we're gonna go visit and fucking shoot with Rocco. So it's right. <laughs> it's a dream. Yeah. <laughs> I was like James Dean as well. I know he's not Rocco, but he's kind of mm-hmm. he's kind of similar. Super mm-hmm. hungry, super excited. He is definitely um, the American version of Rocco. Yeah, and yeah, he, he also admitted it too. Yeah, yeah. What about? Do you have any stories from your days, like with the adult film star? Honestly, not not really. I have more. I mean, I do, but nothing super crazy. The most like funny. Things was like the first time my friend that was a dominatrix came over with one of her slaves at my house. Uh-huh. It was another girl, and we were like, uh, we were like in my room just smoking, and next thing you know, like one gets naked, gets on the bed, yell and puts the strap on, and it's like she starts fucking her ass like this, and I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, this is like in like a minute. I'm literally on my window smoking, and I see all this happening. Like, what the fuck are they doing? Like, literally, in my mind, I'm being like, what are you guys doing? Are you changing? Like, why? Like, no. Like, one social, like, strap on, fuck the other one. And I was like, oh, okay. So that was, like, one of the first. Uh, and, I mean, with my friend, we went to, like, all the parties and shit like that, so it was fun. Yeah. That's wild. So then, after they fucked her up the ass, then you just sat there the whole time? Oh just no! Kept well, smoking? no, yeah. When I finished smoking, I went joining. But oh, okay. So you guys had like a little, a little orgy. <laughs> yeah, for two days. Yeah, <laughs> a little foursome for two days. Yeah. So what else did you guys make the sub do? I mean, anything you can think Tell about me. it. Anything you can think about it, from like literally like uh, double penetration to pissing on her. 
Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> and then, like, what's the vibe like in that kind of case? Like, if someone's, like, that much of a sub, like, are you always being abusive to them? Or is it, like, no. chill, but then you just, like, no. do that? Those acts, or? No, no, no. It's more, like, actually, like, it's funny, like, one person in particular that I know, she's, like, actually very outgoing and, like, kind of, like, very alpha personality in real life. Alpha? Yeah. Okay. But then when it comes to sexuality, she enjoys his fuck. So it's like hanging out and stuff. Like, okay, I don't know what this is. You can okay. So the girl that was a sub, she was more of an alpha in real life. Yes. But it's she like, was it's like, like if now I grab your fucking hair, like yeah. we're talking, and but I grab your hair and I make you suck my dick because I just feel like it. All right. So. It's something that everybody's agreed upon first and it's like all good. And obviously, obviously, obviously. But you know what that. I mean? It's a person that like it's, can be also very outgoing and shit, but uh -huh. then she also likes someone that yeah. puts her in her fucking place. Right. So it depends. But of course, yeah. it, people, it has to like be well agreed and get to know. Yeah. But she's like a confident, dominant person in her regular... Well, she was a very good friend with my friend. Uh-huh. So, and me and her were really good friends. Well, I still really good friends. So, so, like, she trusted the fact that I kind of like knew what was allowed I mean how to manage the situation I wasn't like like one of those kids like oh my god I have two bitches that they're fucking each other what am I gonna do right like I know like she's a domination for example me and my friend she doesn't like to get fucked because she's a domination she's very dominant mm -hmm. unless like you know she gets on you because she wants to get off and then you allow her to like you can't just go and fuck her no right because you are with a fucking girl but you can do whatever the fuck you want to a girl like her she will enjoy it so you have to like know what the dynamics are of the situation and how to keep the vibe as it is. Mm. Cool. And you knew what to do. Fortunately. Yeah. That's why they stayed all weekend. You saw, you saw some good videos. <laughs> that's, I have some good videos. <laughs> uh, and that's why they stayed two days. Thank you for listening to Millennial Sex, True Stories Podcast. I'm your host, the professor... Double X. You can find me on Instagram at B E T T E underscore babes. And I look forward to our next romp in the bedroom. Good night.